Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransom Bello. To everything that comes around you, whatever problem comes around you, the Holy Spirit is upon you. A lot of believers don't know how to respond to challenges. They look outside to respond to challenges rather than looking inside. Your default response to responding to problems must be to look in. Somebody say, look in. And to look in means that you are seeing and acknowledging that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There is nothing that comes against you that is bigger than you. Because greater is he. It's comparison. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. There is no challenge too big to surmount me and to to press me down, to destroy me. Why? Because greater is he that is in me. Can we say that together? Greater is he that is in me than what? Than he that is in the world. The peace that I give is the peace, not the one the world gives, but the peace that he gives. And that peace is bigger, better, stronger than environmental factors. The peace that you have doesn't necessarily come from the happenings around you. But the peace that you have comes from the fact that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Can we declare this together? That I am peaceful all the way. I am peaceful all the year round. Why? Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes the oil of joy hallelujah how many joyful people are here today how many of you felt free as you prayed as you spent time praying you you feel free in your spirit glory to god says to appoint them that mourn in Zion and to give them beautiful ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness we rebuke the spirit of mourning can I hear a bigger amen? I said we rebuke the spirit of mourning. We rebuke the spirit of heaviness. Hallelujah. Nobody here is going to mourn in the name of Jesus. Nobody here is going to weep over anything lost. Nobody is going to mourn. Nobody is going to regret anything. Your year shall be filled with peace all around you. Say my year is filled with peace. The spirit of God is upon me. Hallelujah. You are paving the way of peace on your path. You are straightening the paths. You are lengthening your cords. You are expanding to the left. You are expanding to the right. Because the spirit of God is upon you. Hallelujah. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You know, it is important to know that you must be able to fan to flame the spirit. I mean, the gift of God that is in you. Even when you don't feel like praising. Even though you don't feel like you are anointed. You don't feel like you are spiritual. And when there is a spirit of heaviness, there is some cloud of heaviness. It feels like the heavens are closed. You must remember that he has given you the garment of praise for the spirit of what? Heaviness. So what is your cue when you feel down? Lift yourself up and begin to praise. In Canada, the bishop gave an instruction. It is all year round of praise for the next 30 days was praise every day meeting in church and so many testimonies abounding i remember i read a scripture to you and um somewhere in Isaiah it says fill the atmosphere with your song 
fill the air with your song. The spirit of um, um, the spirit of what? The spirit of heaviness for the garment of praise. I will praise this year. Amen. I'm going to lift up my voice to praise this year. Regardless of what I see, I will praise this year. That they might be called the trees of what? Righteousness. What verse are we? Verse 3. They might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. You are the planting of the Lord. He has established you. He has planted you. He has kept your foot firm. Uh, another scripture puts it this way that you will, um, you are, you are, he has given you the hinds feet. The hinds feet describes stability on dangerous heights, meaning that there is no height too high for you. There is no level too tough for you. There are some people whose condition will always bring them back to the level where they have always hovered around for years and for decades. But the Bible says that you are breaking to the left and to the right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, say I'm the planting of the Lord. That he might be glorified. Look at verse 4. It says, and they shall build the old wastes. They shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the waste cities. This is what the Spirit of God is upon you. The Holy Spirit is upon you because you will be a reformer. You will be a builder. You will be a restorer of many generations. You will restore the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. Verse 5. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. Oh, this is a good place to say amen. Amen. I'm not teaching tonight. I'm just giving you scriptures that you go home and meditate and proclaim. You will see them this year happen to you. Amen. Amen. And strangers shall what? Stand and feed my flocks. My flocks. My flock there symbolizes my business. It symbolizes my economy. That strangers will serve and feed my economy, my money, my finances. You will not be broke this year. It's connected to the spirit of God is upon me. Yes, yes, yes. And it also says that, And the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers, but ye shall be named the priests of the Lord. That is, you shall be named the priest of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. Somebody say amen. amen. Verse 7, You shall... For your shame, you shall have what? Double. It doesn't matter who here has been embarrassed by something or something has weighed you down for too long. You shall have double for your trouble. Look, I'm not trying to rhyme. I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm talking to your life that you will have double, 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 double for your trouble. And for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. All right. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. Hallelujah. Say, so this is my land, and I possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. For I, the Lord, love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offering, and I will direct their work, so that I will make an everlasting covenant with them. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles. Pastor Victor led a prayer, and he said that all our children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of our children. Hallelujah. And the offspring among the people and all that see them shall acknowledge them that they are the seed which the Lord had blessed. Oh, hallelujah. I love that one. I'm the seed the Lord had blessed. Can we stay here for the next 30 seconds? 
Yeah, so just declare it. I'm the seed. I'm the seed. I'm the planting of the Lord. I'm the planting of the Lord. I'm the seed that the Lord has blessed. In the name of Jesus. I'm the seed that the Lord has blessed. 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 I am the seed that the Lord has blessed. There is nothing wrong with me. There is nothing wrong with me. I am the blessed seed of God. Now you begin to pray for your children. Ah, uh, yes, my children are the seed that the Lord has blessed. Yes, I and they and all the children that the Lord has given to me, they are made for signs and for wonders. I am the seed that the Lord has blessed. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. Even when I don't feel like rejoicing, I will joy. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will grant you the desires of your heart. I will greatly, I like the way the prophet here puts it. He says, I will greatly rejoice. David danced one day when he came back and the Ark of the Covenant was brought. And when he was dancing, his clothes fell apart and his wife started to spite him. And he, she was laughing at him while he was dancing. Don't laugh at the man who is praising. Don't laugh at the man who is worshipping. Don't laugh at the man who is lifting everything about himself to give honor and adoration to God. I will greatly rejoice this year. Hallelujah. I'm not waiting for the results to happen. I will rejoice before the, the results happen. I will rejoice before I see the evidence of what I believe God for. I will rejoice. I will greatly rejoice. Somebody say, I will greatly rejoice. I can hear you say, I will greatly rejoice. Oh, I will greatly rejoice. All the time, I will sing praises. My heart is filled with melody, 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 melody. Hallelujah. Ooh. For my soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garment of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. As a bridegroom decked himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorned herself with jewels. For as the earth bringeth forth her bud. And as the garden causeth the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before the nations. Woo! Hallelujah. I will spring forth before the nations. Now, now here it is. When, when the Bible says that, that the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth, he's not just talking about an activity. He's talking about you. Okay? I spoke about um, how the excellence of God um, um, speaks of his work on the new creation. When you say to someone, bring your, um, bring your best work, right? Bring your best work. For example, if you look at the painter and you say, bring your, your what is it? What's the word I used again? Good. Bring your praise. The praise of the painter is the work of the painter. And there is only one of it. There's not two of it. There's only one original copy. So, that whole thing he designs, that whole thing he displays is his praise. So, we are the praise of God. Now, when, when God designed the new creation, he did that knowing that he had created the first creation. And the first creation did not match the new creation. The new creation is the entirety of everything that Christ is embodied in a man so you are the new creation and then look at this the bible now says that you are the righteousness of god in christ jesus 
It means that if God didn't make you the way he made you, he's unrighteous. So you are the righteousness. You are the vindication of God. For God to explain himself, he made you. You are the vindication of God. You are the explanation of God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. It is different from saying, I am righteous. Saying I'm righteous is what he has done to me and for me. But if I say I am the righteousness of God, I say that I am the, ex- I'm the verdict. I am the explanation of God's actions. That when I saw the cross of Calvary, everything that he did on the cross, everything makes sense when I looked at you. Everything makes sense when I saw you because in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily and that whole bodily expression of Christ has now been revealed which was hid from the ages to come. And what is that revelation? Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's the reason why John said, greater is he that is in me. How can you have a problem and be looking out? If you have a problem, you look in. You look in. You look in. What did John and Peter say? He said to the blind man, he said, uh, he said to the man who was lame, look at us. Because your solution is not in arms. Your solution is not in the money that you drop in the cups. But your solution is by looking at us because the solution is in here. Can you put your hands in your, on your chest and say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm the explanation of God. 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 All the revelations of God, none of them would make sense as the new creation. It was a type and shadow leading towards the full expression of the new creation. Jehovah, Jehovah El, El, Elohim, which is God the creator, let us make man in our own image. That's an expression of God. Jehovah El Shaddai, where he reveals himself to Abraham, the multi-breasted one. And then you move from El Shaddai, you go to God coming to Moses, saying, nobody has ever known me as Jehovah. All that was El Shaddai, El Elyon, Elohim. But nobody knew God as Jehovah, the terrible one. So he says, I'm going to reveal myself as a terrible one. With a strong hand will I deliver Israel out. God begins to reveal himself in bits. And in pieces. But no revelation made sense as much as the coming revelation which the prophets prophesied about. Yeah, all the prophets. The minor prophets, the the major prophets, they all prophesied about the major revelation of God which is to come. And that's the reason why John the Baptist is the greatest prophet. Because rather than just prophesying about the coming prophet, he said, see him here. So Jesus now says back to John the Baptist that you are the greatest of all men born of women. And then he now says, in the new creation, that's the final revelation, in the new creation, the least in the new creation is greater than the one who was greater than Isaiah, greater than Jeremiah, greater than all those people. In the new creation, oh, may God open your eyes to see who you are. This is your year of walking in authority and dominion. May God open your eyes to see who you are. Can we say, I know who I am in Christ. May God open your eyes to see who you are. You stop running up and down as if you don't know who. You look in first. When there is a problem, look inside first. Look inside first. Stop running. Stop looking out for solution. The solution is in. For where the word of a king is, there is what? There is power. If you talk, there is power. If you said, hey, see how, see how drop dead this flower is and the flower dies. And you now say, 
I just, I'm so hungry. I just wish food can just appear right now. And food really appears. What will happen to you? What would you start doing? You will start minding how you talk. Say, ah, see, see, this, see this guy. See this guy, they walk out like, say, in leg, they pin him. And immediately his leg starts spinning him. Ah! So what would you do? You will become cautious of, of, of how you talk. Your words are for creation, not to chop. Not <laughs> My mouth is for talking. My mouth is for creating. He who will love life and see good day. Yeah, yeah. Let him refrain his tongue from evil and speaking guile. There was a man called uh, the man, the, the lame man who was at the gate called Beautiful. That man was stepped over by people who were coming to church. I can imagine a temple. I can imagine a man at the gate, just at the gate. Yeah? And people would troop heading to the temple all in the name of doing the work of the Lord. And then they are stepping over the man. There is a picture I have in my spirit of some people who seem to be stepped over. They are going to actually become the center of the attention. I'm telling you, I saw that revelation very clearly. They look like they stepped over. And people will wonder, where did he come from? He's been stepped over for many years. She's been stepped over for many years. At the gate, just at the gate. At the gate. You know, it's easy for church people to step over people. Before you see someone, right? Just don't be carried away by the tie he's wearing. Carried away by the makeup she's wearing. Um, just don't step over her because you may not know what is going on in her life or in her heart. So it is better you pray for someone rather than criticize, rather than talk about someone. Don't step over people. Don't step over anybody. This year is the year where you comfort those that mourn. Our authority and dominion is not for oppression. No, it's not for oppression. It's not for bullying. Your authority is not to bully no man. Your authority is to comfort those that mourn in Zion. Church people are so used to stepping on people. Stepping on people. <laughs> and the layman was carried. It's a picture of someone who is always carried. You can't carry yourself. You have to be carried. That is, if you're not in church, it's because you can't help yourself. You're only in church because someone has to help you. You have clothes because someone has to give you clothes. You have money because someone has to give you money. You are, you are happy because someone has to make you happy. There is an incessant need for, for people to please you or to approve of you before you are happy. There is, God is delivering you from the need of people. Amen. To be happy and to be joyful because you would not need it. Are you getting what I'm saying? If it comes, praise the Lord. But your joy will be on, it will be, it will be just like El Shaddai, multi-breasted. There's no end to the source of it. There's no end to the source of it. Your relationship with God cannot be from a high spike to a low spike. Up and down, up and down because it is situational, it is circumstantial, it is environmental. Your relationship with God, your work with God, it is how your office dictates it. It's how your friends are in a good mood with you or not. It's how the money is coming or not. That determines how much you are happy or how down you are. No more would you be carried this year. Can I prophesy to you that the people who used to carry you, right, in any way, 
the people who used to carry you in any way, you will be able to carry as much as they can carry. There are some people who have always been carried. Now is your turn to start carrying people. It's your turn to start lifting people up. And that's why I started reading that scripture. The spirit of God is upon me because he has anointed me to comfort those that mourn in Zion. How can you all the time you want to be comforted? You're always playing the victim. Forever the victim. Forever the victim. Forever the victim. Something is always wrong with you. Now you'll be the one healing others. Talk to me somebody. Now you'll be the one healing others. You'll be the one delivering others. This is how I read my Bible. I read my Bible when I see Jesus feeding the multitude. I'm not the one who is being fed. I'm the one who is doing the feeding. When Jesus, when I read my Bible and I see Jesus praying for the sick, I'm not the sick that is being prayed for in the scripture. I'm the one who is laying hands on the sick. Greater is he that is in me. You will no longer be forever the victim. I don't know who I'm talking to here. You will no longer be forever the victim. Forever the, no, no. Now you'll be lifting the hands of others. The Bible says when men will say there is a casting down. The actual translation says you will lift others up. That's what it says. When men will say there is a casting down, you will be lifting. You'll be saying there is a lifting here. There is no more scarcity in my home. Because God gave me the wisdom overnight. Knowing that the scarcity was going to come. And he told me how to prepare for the scarcity. So I have consistency of seasons. That I have abundance in scarcity. And I have abundance in plenty. It is the wisdom of Joseph. The wisdom of Joseph is such that in the COVID you are still being paid. Your divine sustenance is working for you. In the midst of the COVID, things are happening as if nothing is not, there is no, there is, there is no, no shaking. Look at your neighbor and say, no more shaking. No more shaking. We are not environmental. Why? Because we are citizens of heaven. We are citizens of heaven. We're not environmental. We're citizens of heaven. We're citizens of heaven. You must determine your economy. Your economy is the economy of heaven. You choose what happens in your space. You choose what happens here. For thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. That wherever you go, the prevailing voice that is sounding is the voice of the will of God. Nothing more than that. Nothing more than that. This year you will walk in triumph. Come on, say with me. Say, I walk in triumph this year. I walk in authority this year. I walk in dominion this year. People were running to Joseph because he had the wisdom of God. Pharaoh said, to whom shall we put here? In whom is the spirit of the gods? They called Joseph who had the Holy, the spirit of God, saying he's the spirit of the gods. They even named Joseph after, after the, one of their gods. Or, and Daniel too, after one of their gods. Oh, hallelujah. Consistency of seasons. Consistency of seasons. Consistency of seasons. There's a place called Goshen. In that place called Goshen, people were not experiencing what the Egyptians were experiencing. They were not. In Goshen, it was fully the, the presence of God and it was fully the atmosphere of heaven that was in Goshen. You know, you can buy a house, you can't buy a home. You can buy bed, you can't buy sleep. It's atmosphere. There are some things money can't buy. That because you have the right atmosphere of the spirit of God, you create the atmosphere there. 
You can buy food, you can't buy health. <laughs> Joseph, what, what did Daniel say? Daniel said, don't give us the delicacies of Babylon. Give me vegetables. When they came back, they were ten times healthier than those who were eating the delicacies from the land. <laughs> the dynamic working of the power of God. You know, I felt that as we spent time praying today, I saw the dynamic working of God. You know, because the dynamic, you see, you see that, that the, the fervent, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. The Amplified Version says it makes tremendous power available. Dynamic in its working. That I'm praying for, I'm praying for the nations is touching my body. It's dynamic. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's dynamic in his working. That's why I love to be in atmospheres like this. Because you never know what has been sorted out. You never know what has been put in place in the in atmospheres that is charged by the spirit of god the presence of god in the place of prayer you never know that man was lame at his feet lame at his feet and the bible says that he was laid lame at his feet for from his mother's womb there are people who have a pattern for a long time it is just one problem pastor yemi it's interesting how one problem incapacitates a whole man that just the weakness of his ankles makes him look as if he has a problem with his eyes, a problem with his ears, a problem with his legs, a problem with his hands. There is stagnation just because he has one problem. I've seen people who have problems and just because they encountered one experience, it affected their finance, their, exp- their ex- relationships, their, their hopes, their, asp- their conviction for life. Just one thing crumbled them. They can't come back out again. I've seen people like that. Just one problem. They can't bounce back again. This is the year where you would take authority. And you, you, you stop, see, you stop holding cup like the man who was holding a cup saying, give me arms. Did you, do you know where that man was? That man was at the gate. He was at a gate. Gate of where? Gate of the temple. What is the purpose of the temple? Where people will come and receive transformation. So he came to church for transformation. But because he had stayed in church, he was born lame, so he probably had expected, expected, expected. There was no change. He stopped expecting. That's what happens. That when people's expectation drops, it lowers ah, life. You You must learn how to be masters of life. It lowered his expectation and increased his suspicion. That anything that came around him, he he was sensitive about his dysfunction. He was sensitive about his healing. There was a a program that um, Maurice Cerullo had in London many years ago, over 20 years ago. And when he came, the blind began to see, the lame began to walk, the deaf began to hear. And all of a sudden, a group of deaf people and lame people gathered in front of the church or the hall where Maurice Arulo um, had his conference. And they began to raise a placard saying, leave us alone. We don't want your healing. Yeah, because at that point, healing is not what they are looking for again. What they are now looking for is arms. 
Because you have to give me arms. I prefer the arms I get because I can't work than the healing of my legs so I can work. That's how people are. Some people will prefer to stay in their comfort zone, which is a dysfunction, rather than moving through faith and through patience, but they will prefer to be sick because they enjoy the sympathy of people who say sorry. If if you don't tell me sorry or if you don't put money in my cup, you don't love me anymore. And they change from one church to another. The moment they have expanded the years or the time time span of love in this church, they move to another church for love, another lifespan of love. God forbid, I will never be forever a victim. When men will say there is a casting down, let them look for Pastor Phil. People cannot be babied. If you correct them, they leave. If you correct them, they feel that you you don't love them. You can't be a baby forever. You understand what I'm saying? You can't be a baby forever. It's your year of authority and dominion. What the man came for to church, after a while, he stopped expecting what he initially came for, which was healing, and he started looking for something. Now, don't mistake it. That cup or that money might be a dysfunction of your... It can be anything. You came from the world to be freed for something or from something. You got into church. Rather than looking for transformation and change, it didn't happen. You started to build a system around your dysfunction. What is the man doing? Looking for people who would support his system. That, Pastor Phil, this is the way I am. You have to love me as I am. I love you as I am, but change. You're welcome, sweetheart. I love you as you are, but change. The Bible says that the grace of God that, uh, that bringeth salvation to all men has appeared to all, teaching us to deny ungodliness. The grace of God is a teacher. It doesn't leave you where it met you. You can have a bitterness problem for a long time and keep having a bitterness problem. Because when you come to church, rather than changing from bitterness, you look for other people who will build a system of bitterness. So, like will begin to attract like. Why are you the first person to know every gist? Why? No, no, no. Because I found out that liars have a way of identifying liars. Gossip have a way of identifying gossips. You must, you must change your perspective. Angry since you were born. Angry forevermore. You cannot continue. Ah, You cannot keep on being a victim. Change and get better. Always learn to put a purpose to your passion. Did you hear what I just said? Always learn to what put a purpose to your passion. Don't just be passionate. Add purpose to it. Know where the passion is taking you. Know where the passion is taking you. Oh, Pastor Phil, give me arms. 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 Because I kept wondering, why did Peter and John say silver and gold I don't have? Peter is a businessman. How can he not have something? Then my eyes got open to see that the silver you are looking for, 
That is, so he says, I don't have your dysfunction to feed you. I'm not going to feed your dysfunction. No, 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 no. no. I'm not going to do that. I will deliver you. Are you, resi- are you ready to walk? Are you ready to rise and walk? Every time you have to be prayed for, every time you have to be encouraged to come to church, every time you have to be talked to love somebody and to forgive, I, I know I taught, the, I taught uh, refinery. I said forgiveness is like onions. And unforgiveness is like onions. But how do you keep going back to default all the time? How do you keep coming back to default? That, that default, you have to check it. What is your true identity in Christ? Match that personality with Christ. And tell yourself, this is who I really am. Stop saying this is how I am. Stop it. Not this year anymore. Rise up and walk. If I look at your neighbor, say, get up and walk. Stir a passion in my heart. Let it overflow. Let it overflow. Let it overflow. See, the passion has to, it has to be stirred. You know, I was telling you about fan to flame. Sometimes you don't feel like it. You don't fan to flame. Because it's there. It's in you. It's in you. Have you seen the life of Jesus? Jesus was just going through the, the rigors of depression. Going through the cycle of depression. He was going through the cycle of depression because he knew the time to fulfill the most important part of his destiny and his life had come. Healing the sick was good, but that was not it. Raising the dead was good, beautiful. Nobody, I mean, I mean, Lazarus comfort, Who? almighty Jesus. But that was not it. The real thing was that he would die. And when the time came for him to die, sorrow began to fill his heart. Look, for, rather than being too comfortable this year, begin to step into purpose. I see people flying this year. Are you getting what I'm saying? I see people soaring this year. Don't, don't wallow in normalness. Stop it. Don't wallow in normalness. That is, everything is normal, normal. Go to work, come back, come to church, no impact, no transformation. You are, you are the one who lo- you can sing all the songs Audacity sings and you still hate somebody. How do you combine those two? How do you combine it? How do you combine it? How do you combine it? Every time you gossip about somebody, Every time you backbite about someone, every time you are lying, every time you are stealing, every time you are cheating, in the office you cannot be you. But when you come to church, lift up holy hands. Amen. Why? Because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. All those things you do, doesn't, it doesn't change your righteousness. But it doesn't reflect your identity. It's time for you to rise up this year. Rise up and walk. Peter and John said, look at me. I'm not going to feed your dysfunction. And I realized that people prefer to be with people who are like them, not people who will inspire them. Why? Why? Look for people who will challenge you to grow. Let them be your friends. There are some people who are not comfortable if they are not the strongest in the group. The moment you don't, they don't have a voice in that clique, they break out from the clique because the clique is too strong for them. The clique is challenging them to be more. 
if you see some of the circles of friends that I have I'm the least I'm the last I'm the youngest because I aspire to be like them I'm not intimidated by them I don't feel reduced by them I don't feel I don't feel low by them I, rather I feel inspired the Bible says motivate yourself in the matters of godliness dealing with one problem that cup may be sex the coins may be sex then you look for dysfunctions something you are supposed to be delivered from the world you come to church rather than getting transformation you stay with it looking for cup you don't break the cup if i can i say something to you god has broken your cup today shout amen somebody shout amen i said god just broke your cup this evening it can be anything it can be fear the fear of the unknown Pastor, how is it going to be? I don't know what it's going to be. I prefer to be in control. I like to know everything about me. If I'm not in control, I, I, don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. Sometimes you, you must learn to let go and let God. That thing is not a cliche. The day I realized it is when I saw that I was holding on to some things rather than fully letting go. If some of us really trust God, there are some things we will never say. Think about what I just said. You will never say it. If you really trust God, you would never say some things. It's time for you to rise and walk. No more will you be babied all the time. There are some people I can't rebuke them because if I rebuke them, they will be angry with me. Or they, better still, they will leave the church. Do you know your stamina to take correction, to take, to take the word of God, to change, to be inspired to grow? It is maturity. It's the sign of maturity. You are a baby if you cannot. A baby if you cannot. There are a lot of people who like to reduce others to relate with them. Let the true identity of Christ come out from you. Let the hunger for true passion that reaches out to everything that Christ is. Let that be your desire. Let it overflow. Overflow. Oh, stare passion in my concludes this message. Thank you for listening and for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.